0: downloading
1: verbally committed welcome to verbally committed
0: well first of all what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have we got to consider that verbally yeah yeah you like that one let that one soak in for a minute committed Oh, well, what do you think what kind of questions are? i mean i'll answer your questions not your insults i'm not going to so quit asking what else do you want to know see i'm bitterly disappointed Can't make that any more clear. Now, Connor Ryan and Mike Gilligan. What's up, everyone? Episode number 30 of Verbally Committed, uh, presented by Couch Guy Sports, with myself, Connor Ryan. And Mike Gilligan. And Mike Gilligan. And we're joined by our first-time, second-time guest, John. Does that make any sense, like the first time we had a second-time guest? Yeah. Uh, Avid Notre Dame fan, John McCormick. John, welcome to Verbally Committed again.
2: Thanks guys. Good to be back. Good to be back.
0: At John's uh, congratulations on your Notre Dame fighting Irish, making the college football playoff. Thank you.
2: Thank you. And uh, thanks. And congratulations to Nebraska for ending their season early. (laughs) And that was John McCormick. hope everybody (laughs) enjoyed him on this week's episode.
0: I mean, wow. Just a backhanded compliment. Congrats on beating Rutgers at the end of the season and congrats on your season ending. A friend of the program and uh, uh, the one true host on Small State Big Takes, another podcast on Couch Guy Sports, Steve Scott. He is an avid Ohio State fan, is going to be joining us here uh, whenever he gets his phone or computer working, but he'll be joining us in a little bit. So as you can tell, we have a Notre Dame fan, we have an Ohio State fan joining us. For this episode of Verbally Committed, where we're gonna talk about the college football playoff. But again, first check out couchguysports.com. Uh, blogs, podcasts, merchandise, whatever you could want is on there. It stayed informed on Boston Sports, really just, I mean, any everything and anything that's going on in the world, like I wrote today. Um, a blog about like, where's Nebraska going in 2021 to which I'm guessing John might've already read with that (laughs) backhand compliment to start off the show. Um, But no, it's, uh, it's interesting. I didn't have a ton of good things to say about Nebraska on the field, but I think off the field, we could be going somewhere, but um, it's the college football playoff week and Nebraska is very far from the college football playoff. Actually, Fun fact, I watched like the first time yesterday, not the first time, but I punished myself um, by watching really the last time Nebraska was even relevant in the national championship conversation. And that was in the BCS national championship game uh, against the Miami Hurricanes back in technically 2002, but the 2001 season uh my goodness no chance Nebraska stood zero chance in that game I mean that was like an NFL Pro Bowl roster you had Ed Reed for the Hurricanes Andre Johnson pretty sure Frank Gore was still playing for the Hurricanes back then if that gives you an idea uh how long ago yeah Clinton Portis Willis McGahee uh and somehow Ken Dorsey the quarterback was like yeah I mean (laughs) you know he's like the guy that didn't make it at all in the league Vince Wilfork was a freshman Jonathan Vilma was a sophomore um i'm trying to think who else was on that team uh i think reggie wayne was on that team roscoe parish and jeremy shockey forgot all about jeremy shockey so
3: wow and roscoe parish that the namesake for your cat right
0: uh... exactly <laughs> that when my wife <laughs> wow. and i got a cat she was like what athlete do you want to name it after and i was like roscoe parish <laughs> right roscoe uh, he's tearing around somewhere over here but yeah roscoe nebraska didn't stand a chance in that game i uh, I, I've accepted that um but that was the last time Nebraska was relevant in the national championship conversation but they ran like the power option which is uh, looks like it belongs in a museum even only 20 years later so uh, long long gone by era uh, I also want to bring up completely devoid of sports at all um something I, I went through today when I was driving around had to get a haircut and I want to see if you guys agree with me or at least, give you guys some awareness of this people if you are in a turning lane okay and like a busy turning lane we all have one in our lives where there's like a busy turning lane you're like i know this light is fast and i know like i might not be able to make it through on the first try it is your civil and civic duty and responsibility to be paying attention if you are the first car in line and to understand like the difference between a yield turn and just a straight left turn because when the arrow is green you go like you need to go you need to be on the jump ready to go because there are six seven eight cars behind you that are relying on you to get a good jump i hate the people that do the thing where like if it's a pure green arrow and they like kind of inch out to make sure the other cars aren't coming through the lane to crunch them go it's you the green arrow means it's only you. There is no yield turn or the people that just don't pay attention or like on their phone like, oh, I got to go. And then like two cars get out. That it drives me nuts. It is your civic responsibility to be ready to go. That is not for your own benefit. You need to be thinking of others uh, when you're the first car in line there. Just uh, I had to get that off my chest. It Burn. It's burned me for a long time. Well, Do seventh we, car? Did we get to see the haircut? Yeah. Did yeah. Come Sorry. out good. Was it worth it? Nothing special. It's just right. like almost purely <laughs> a buzz. Yeah, sports right. clips. Yeah. It's sports clips. They come up to me and they're like, so we did this last time and that last time. It, like, do we want to change it? I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. Just, yeah, that's fine. Like, cut it. They're like, we did a two with an inch and a half on the top and on the sides. Is that what we're looking for? I'm like, ah, sure. I don't care. Like, just cut my hair. <laughs> I don't have a preference. You,
1: uh, you
3: give them nothing to work with. That's, that's yeah. it sounds like you're the problem
0: there, to be honest with you. That's. What do you
3: what do you a okay. Kids clips or, or whatever they call it these <laughs> sure. days. Uh, crazy clips, and you're you're just playing a uh, playing Super Mario while you're getting your haircut. Yep. Gonna, we're gonna do whatever, man.
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't. I'm I'm not a big haircut guy. Like shoes, <laughs> haircut. I'm not a big like. Uh, if it's comfy and it's going to last me a while, those are what I like for shoes. And with a haircut, as long as my hair is shorter than it was before and it doesn't look terrible. That's a haircut for me, and it works.
2: What's the um? What's the haircut timetable?
3: True. That's a good question. Like does it how, take?
2: Oh, how Yeah, long, like, yeah like what do oh. you grow it of Like every month you get one. Every couple weeks. What's what's that look like? Not every month. Yeah. Every month. All right. Yeah.
0: No, I let, I mean, I let it grow, and then like this one was bad. I needed a haircut. My wife kept telling me like, "You need a haircut." I'm like, that's "I know, you know, I know." Um, I'm getting there. doing myself. I do, <laughs> especially yeah although no, my, my hair
3: time so no one knows when i I know if but I, I can't anything
0: I can't stand a feeling of like wearing a hat and you just feel like your hair's like spilling out of your head mm-hmm. yep I,
3: I actually have had that really badly recently, which makes me i was just thinking earlier I need to uh try to schedule an appointment. I'm probably yep. not going to get anything for the next two weeks
0: that's just how Good. it goes, which i mean what's funny is if if Steve ever joins us here, Steve is like very much like a once a week haircut guy. <laughs> Very much, like big-time, once once or twice, like every two weeks. He's a big-time haircut guy, and he cares how it looks. But um, that's enough non-sports, I guess, that we, we've covered. <laughs> uh, let, let's dive into the reason that we have John McCormick here, and that is uh, Notre Dame making it into the college football playoff. They take on Alabama in the Rose Bowl, which is going to be played in Texas because of COVID reasons. Uh, but, John, my first question to you is – I'll, I'll ask you straight up, Did Notre does Notre Dame deserve to be there?
2: Yeah. I think outside of Alabama, they were the only lock. Um, and they, I think, secured that after they beat Clemson at home. Because, um, you know, once you beat them, you know, the Wisconsin game, like we talked about before the year started, was canceled. Um, but once you beat Clemson, that was kind of like your game. Uh, they already beat UNC. UNC had a great end of the year, you know, beating Miami. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, once you beat the Clemson team and you go undefeated, I, I felt like that was a lock. I mean, Clemson had to win the ACC championship game to get in. Cause you're not going to put in a, you know, a two loss Clemson team who hasn't won their two biggest games of the year. And when Notre Dame, it's like, all right, you won your biggest game of the year, you know, regardless if Lawrence was playing or not, but then, all right, even though you lost by 21 in the ACC championship, it doesn't matter. You already you know, claim that hurdle. You already went undefeated technically. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think they definitely deserve it. I, like I said, outside of Bama, I think they were the the two locks.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. We, Gilly and I had talked about that last week that Notre Dame, it felt like they were the right number 14 to put in there. Cause who are you going to put in ahead of them? Texas A&M? We, well, we already saw them. They can't beat Alabama. They got crushed by Alabama. So it, yeah. and we talked about t- It's it's a TV show. It's branding. I'm sorry, but Notre Dame has a bigger brand than Texas A and M does. Notre Dame Alabama has a better ring to it than Alabama Texas A and M.
2: Yeah, and I know our Ohio State guys in here, but they should nowhere be close to the playoff. I thought, like you wow. said, it, it's the whole branding thing. But you can't evaluate a team that went seven and zero compared to even an A and M who went I think eleven and one or ten and one or an undefeated Cincinnati team who. One conference. It's,
3: I mean, I, dude, I wanted Cincinnati or BYU in so bad. Just BYU to like, too, oh,
2: but they they lost to uh, Coastal, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, put but Coastal. in. they
3: lost, before they
2: lost. Yeah, you know, can play in there. But those four teams, I I feel like, all right, you played your full season, you did everything. Especially Cincinnati, like that's like why the committee has to go to eight teams. It there's just no argument for it. Now it it has to be eight teams because you have a team that literally did what they were supposed to do. They went undefeated, they won their championship, and they somehow got jumped by an Oklahoma team which wasn't good and a Florida team that people wanted you to believe that was good and they, you know, they had three losses and all three of their losses came to teams that were better than them. So they they didn't really win a game that showed they were the 7th or 6th best team in the country. So that's kind of where I feel on that.
0: Yeah. Unless it was LSU. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, and that's a game they shouldn't, they didn't deserve to get in because you should not lose to a team like LSU and be a a, a, uh, playoff team. So, um, I, okay, I'm surprised about that. I'll ask Steve a little bit later than when he jumps on. We'll talk about (laughs) Ohio State Clemson a little bit later, but that's interesting that you're on the Dabo Sweeney train of Ohio State shouldn't even, not even not be in the playoff, but you said not even close to the playoff. That is a, a strong statement. No. Um, well, so, I would
3: say, too, to John's point, though, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, their strength is scheduled, not great in terms of who they've actually beaten and how they've beaten them. Like, you uh-huh. have some inflated rankings into those games, and I know Connor's a, a Big Ten guy, so he's going to
0: say, oh, no, the Big Ten still the best. There's no easy game. outs in the Big Ten.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, that Penn State team, they should have been ranked 18th. In 35
0: degrees, grace, guys, in November. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But I mean, I mean that's a, the kind of the, the funny thing about it. Like, so there are three ranked wins for Ohio State throughout the year: Penn State, Indiana, and Northwestern. But that Penn like, State that's, game is oh, terrible. exactly and that's, that's no, exactly. not even a win. Penn State. No, you're right, and that's a the ridiculous ranking for them to still be a, uh, have been ranked 18th even after they they got crushed by Minnesota week one, I believe. But um, but I'm just saying, it's it's not like years past where it's like Ohio State beats everybody by 50 and yep. it's like well you got to you got to throw them in there they they had a tougher year in that sense where they're really grinding out against opponents and it was covid and everything like that and even northwestern um we'll probably talk about it in a little bit but i, I know they were down a few guys and down some weapons so that kind of complicated things uh for the Big 10 championship but um but yeah no I, I i hear what you're saying though i just don't know about that what the next team would be though i like the idea of cincinnati but then I don't know. It's just, it's tough to send the right, the, the wrong message to, uh, to a program like that. Like you're like, okay, they play yeah. all 11 games or whatever they did. They want them all. And yep. it's like, they, I don't know. You, what more can you do? So that's, that's, what's tricky about it. And it's not like it was that much of a, a cake schedule. Like, yes, it was no. an easier schedule than a power five conference, but they, they played some ranked teams. They, they were in there, but I don't know. I I see what you're saying.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I I would have put Cincinnati and A&M would have been my my next two.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think Ohio State belongs in there. I mean, they they <laughs> it wasn't any fault of their own. It's not like Ohio State canceled the season and then brought it back in, in a half-assed way like the Big 10 did. Um I think had yeah, the Big 10 stuck to their guns as they originally had the schedule, we're not talking about it Ohio State's in, that's easy, but um the fact they only got to play <laughs> Basically, six games, and again, through no fault of their own, it's not like Ohio State had to cancel games because of COVID. No. It was the other teams, it was, a, I think, was a game against Maryland. There were no games in Michigan. Um, I mean, it, do you really need to see Ohio State play Maryland to tell you if they're gonna they belong in the playoff or not? I, I don't think so. Um, you know, Michigan know, would have been a highlight, three. it would have you been a, say that about a, a anything, pretty win. Like how
3: many games would Clemson have needed to win? What if they just played? Notre Dame, North Carolina, and Miami, and called it a year. I said, you know what, that sounds good. We'll go three and zero. That's
0: <laughs> I, yeah, but that's the basically three games you're kind of judging them off of, right? Because Clemson again this year struggled with uh, yeah, but they took who are the Boston the Denver, College. Though. Boston College they struggled with them in the first half but we don't sit here and and again yeah, I'm okay but I'm saying you don't look at the resume and say like we struggled against Boston College in that first half Clemson uh, I don't know like you're like like you said they won so do we we don't even judge them off of those those paltry wins we judge them off of the Notre Dame North Carolina and then again the Notre Dame game the second time that's what we judge them off of yeah, I
3: I understand you're a company man, and you're so going to defend the that's Maryland, a big fan so take the Maryland Ohio, Ohio State Ohio. game and so, throw it out.
0: Say they won it. Who cares? We know they would have, even if they struggled for a half. We're like, whatever. They would have beat Maryland.
3: Who didn't they? Haven't they lost to Purdue like a couple times in the last like five years in in those types of garbage games that you'd be like, ah, chalk it up. It's a Buckeye win. Well, like, I so, mean, that, like
0: a couple years ago with Dwayne Haskins, yeah, they had that bad, bad that bad I'm just loss. Saying, so- but.
3: I mean, what, what are, I think you you say this? There are no there are no easy outs in the uh, the Big Ten. So
2: I mean, there are. I mean,
3: My, Mer- the only easy has-
2: out is you can start the season in October, play seven games, and then you know still make the playoffs. That's your easy you out. Can
3: play Nebraska as many times as possible.
2: Listen,
0: listen <laughs> to, the, listen to the, the the fan of the independent team now. All of a sudden, talking shit about uh, strength <laughs> schedule and everything like that. My goodness, how the tables have turned the yeah, yeah, conference. Here. Yeah, Notre Dame joins a conference for one year. And now all of a sudden, he's all about he's all on the strength of schedule. Train. Join
2: the conference one year and you know play in the championship game. I I think that's pretty impressive. I think that's we, enough.
0: We talked to him <laughs> last year and he's like, "Well, I don't know. Notre Dame, sure, we played Air Force
2: and Navy and Army, but who cares?" Yeah, <laughs> but those are those are legacy games. Those are already on oh, the here schedule. Here we go. hundred years from now.
0: <laughs> yeah. My oh, goodness. What? Uh, let's talk about the game itself here against Alabama. Do you feel like you have any shot at all? I'll start off with that question.
2: Um, man, it, it's really tough. I do go back and forth a lot because I saw what they can do, you know, against Clemson the first time, even against UNC. Those are quality wins. Um, but then it it also scares me as a fan because this is now – going to be the third time where Brian Kelly and Clark Leah could get exposed in like a nationally televised must win game. So uh, I I'm leaning towards, no, I'm going to stick with, I think Alabama is the best team in the country. I think they're going to win the whole thing. Um, But you know, there are ways I think Notre Dame can win um, a lot harder for them than, you know, Alabama. But I, I think it starts with the offensive line and kind of getting, Kyron Williams going and keeping the ball literally away from that Alabama offense would be, you know, kind of the main point. And then, you know, collectively, I don't know what he does when to prepare for these national games because it doesn't look like much. Um, I think <laughs> he's I think he's already out and like looking forward, looking towards um that Vandy job coming. I, I I don't know who's going to cover Devonta Smith or Weddle. Um, it's it's going to be tough if once Alabama gets the ball. I, so no, not confident. <laughs> to your point, I think
3: you, you do. I think the the big key, right, is you got to play them like you did uh, Clemson that first time, which sounds like so easy, but I, I just mean in the sense of yeah. maybe you guys get out to a, a little bit of a lead to start, and you just have the ability to run the football because I feel like that was the difference between first time playing Clemson the second time second time you couldn't even really afford to get Kyron Williams going in the same way and the Clemson's defense was better to begin with so that helped but like just to have that lead and be able to kind of run the clock out a little bit just I don't know he, he was awesome in that first game so it, it, it's a little it's different when you're down 14 or something after a, a quarter and it's like oh shit well we can't really be running the ball too much we got to start slinging it Ian Book what do you got so yeah that's That'll be interesting to see because, and I don't know, this is a fun Bama team in terms of, uh, I know right now they're the enemy, but uh, it's just a weird Bama team, right? Like we're so used to like those yeah. grinded out like Bama teams yep. that they'll put up like a max of 30, 30-ish mm-hmm. points, but their defense will hold them down to like one score something weird like that. This this year, so defensively, they're just kind of uh, up and down. They're
2: hot as of late. I think we, we're, we've noticed yeah. recently, but, no, uh, I, but I agree. I definitely think there's more prospects on the offensive side this year than there have defense. Um, yeah. Like you said before, Alabama is known for their defense, never really their offense, but that has definitely switched the past couple of years. Yeah. No, they're letting Mac Jones cook, which I, I wonder too, if it's like how much of it is Mac Jones
3: <laughs> and how much of it is like uh, Tua and Jalen hurts really opening up the playbook for, for Saban to kind of give that trust to his quarterback. I'm kind of curious of that, right? Because these wide receivers have been there for years where it's like studs coming out of Bama. It's not like that's new, but it's like yeah. for them to actually be able to uh, to sling the ball is a little different. So I guess we'll see.
0: I would have to say uh, that's Notre Dame's best chance scenario. And we just saw it uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, Florida and Alabama is they need to get into a shootout. Uh, they have to get into a shootout. Um, with Alabama they can't go into it and if for Notre Dame you're going to have to I think you're going to have to score 35 40 points to even have a chance at winning this football game uh yeah. you can't go into it saying if we put up 24 you're out you're done there's no shot you're finished but um we just saw Florida do it to Alabama and Florida honestly shot themselves <laughs> in the foot quite a bit uh, I think they had like a fumble at the goal line. I or even though that got called offsides, but still Florida fumbled the ball a few times. They shot themselves in the foot quite a few times, and they still Made that a close football game with Alabama. And I think Notre Dame can do the same thing. I really, though, do think it depends on starting that running game with Kyron Williams. If it can't get going, there's no chance Ian, you can put that game on Ian Book's shoulders against that. Even I know Alabama's defense has been great this year, but you can't put the game on Ian Book's shoulders and expect uh, good results. It's not going to happen. It's going to be, you have to, I think, John, you hit it on the head, hand it off to Kyron Williams and keep the ball away as odd as that sounds from that Alabama yeah. offense and try to win time of possession for Notre Dame, I think that's the that's the key. Um, what I will say about is that championship gets a little misconstrued because if you watch the beginning of it and remember Notre Dame goes down the field, right down the field on Clemson's defense. Can't punch it in the end zone. They have to kick the field goal. Clemson comes back. Lawrence throws a pick. Notre Dame takes the ball, r- goes right down the yep. field again, gets stuffed, misses a field goal. That game probably could have and should have been 14 to nothing, Notre Dame in that first quarter. And instead, it Ends up being three to nothing. Uh, Lawrence hits uh, one of his receivers on a deep bomb, and the route's on from there. So, that I think that game gets a little misconstrued like Notre Dame got crushed. Notre Dame had shot, they just didn't take advantage early on in the game. And if they do, if it's 14 to nothing, then yes, you do get to hand the ball off to Kyron Williams and, and start that ground game. Uh, as compared to what they had to do and put the game on Ian Book's shoulders because they got behind late or early.
2: Yeah, uh, no, I, I totally agree with you. I agree. It's got to start with the run game. It's got to start up front with those offensive linemen. And they're the best in the country. Like Alabama's defense is nothing special this year. You know, I'm taking the best offensive line over the best defensive line. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I know people always say like, oh, Notre Dame can't compete with these, you know, elite ACC, SEC teams. And, And it's shown. Yeah, you know, you're right. They can't. But. When it comes down to offensive line, I don't really think that matters. I think if you have a dominant offensive line and you have like a dominant running back like Williams, I, I think it's fine, and I I think that's enough to win a game. And you know, Ian Book passing it over the middle or taking a deep shot once in a while, totally fine. But keep Alabama off of offense, and I think you have a shot. But if you can't, Alabama might put up seventy two points.
0: Right, that's the problem. Yeah. Is you- I think you have to look at it and say, ask your Notre Dame (laughs) defense, be like, there are going to be times where Bama makes you look foolish, but you have to kind of go into it saying, all I need from you is one to two to three stops a game. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting any more. You're not going to go out there and pick off Mac Jones four times. You're not going to go out there and, and sack him five times, and you're not going to hold Alabama to under 30 points. I need a couple of key stops from you, and hopefully my uh, and again, hopefully your offense one can answer and two shorten the game with the running game and Kyron Williams and, and make it at least close uh a close game. Um I'll give you the spread here. As I see right now, John, it's 20 points. Do you think Notre Dame can keep it within 20 points?
2: Um oh man, I was thinking about that all day today. I knew you were gonna ask it. Um <laughs> and I I know a couple of my friends have taken Alabama. Uh I'm I I don't know. 20 points is, is weird because what Notre Dame are we going to see? Are we going to see ACC championship game or like the college football playoffs a couple of years ago where they literally could not get anything going and their defense is a sieve, can't control anything? Or are we going to get them, you know, like we saw in November? So I 20 points, I don't know. As a Notre Dame fan, I, I'm going to take it because I think that's kind of disrespectful for the playoffs, but you know, the nature of the playoffs, too, is blowout, 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 blowout. Yeah. There's never been a close game outside of, say, Ohio State and Clemson last year that I can remember. And then, I think, like, Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield, but I, I forget who they played. play. Uh, Georgia. It was Gamma, yeah. but yes, Georgia. 20-Michelle. Yeah, I, Michelle. Well, I think those were the only two close games I can remember in the college football playoffs. The rest of them have been, like, 20-plus blowouts. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. 20's a lot, and I feel like One verse four, you have to take the points, but I don't know. I might stay away from it. I think that's too big of like a a spread and you don't know who's going to come out. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think
0: it's one of those that we're going to, on, on either side, it's going to be like, oh, of course it was. It's not going to be like right at 20 points, I don't think. It's going to be like either Bama wins by 30 or Notre Dame makes a game out of it. And we're mm-hmm. going to be seeing her like, oh, of course Notre Dame was going to, like mm-hmm. even if it was just 10, we're, it'll be like, you know, 54 to 44. We're be like, of course it was a shootout. We all said it. We all knew it. Or it's going to be 54 to 10. We're going to be like, well, of course Alabama crushed it by 40. We knew that was going to happen. It's Notre Dame. Um what if, if, let's say Notre Dame gets crushed again by Alabama? <clears throat> what is Brian Kelly's legacy narrative at Notre Dame among fans if he gets crushed again? Um, I know he's I Brian, he's not getting fired. I would hope no. made to the playoff, but no. I um, mean, <laughs> but it's, it's still, it still has to take a hit. It has to be one of those like, here's our guy. He just can't get <clears throat> over that hump.
2: You see, I don't. As much as you want to blame the head coach, I'm not sure if it's totally Brian Kelly. I just think it is Notre Dame is like an institution because they're the only school in the country that says, No, you also have to have the academics to get in here. And so you're obviously you're getting, you know, not as good players as the teams like Clemson or Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State are recruiting. So you're you're already at a disadvantage. That's why Notre Dame's they're never like top five recruiting class. They're always like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range, because they have to go through the academic, um, you know, that. But for Brian Kelly, I I don't know. I like him. I like him as a coach. I, I've, I've said it to my friends before and I'll say it, you know, make it out there now public. I would only fire him unless Urban Meyer was the only guy coming out. Um, I don't think there's any better coach in college football that would make Notre Dame better with the circumstances surrounding like the institution um you know the fans love him the players tend to play for him really hard um he has great alumni support so i I don't think there's anyone else out there besides maybe urban meyer that might be able to get them a national championship but brian kelly has done so much than no other notre dame coach in my lifetime has done so i i don't think any hate will go towards him especially with this bama team like If you lose by 50, it's like, all right, well, this is probably one of the best teams we've ever seen in college football. So, you know, you can't really be mad at that. True.
0: No, I agree. It's a tough draw going up against Alabama. Um I guess it would forever be one of those, though, like if we don't get blown out by Clemson or if we beat Clemson a second time, which is easier said than done. I completely understand that. Clemson was a much better team uh, this last time you guys met up with them. Even though I took Notre Dame last week into points, I thought you could cover 10 against Clemson, but that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's interesting you say Urban Meyer. I was actually just talking about this with my family. One of my cousins said that, like, I – I am 100% behind Scott Frost until, unless it's Urban Meyer. Um, but I, I feel like Urban Meyer is like the John Calipari, where it's <laughs> like obviously he's a fantastic coach. Uh, he obviously brings in some really big-name recruits, and he wins. But at the same time, he's going to leave your program in about seven years, and in then disarray. all of a just <laughs> a yeah. you're, you're like, "Congrats on your national championship! Have fun vacating it twelve years later when everything yeah. comes out about what he That's did." Like um, a deal with the
3: devil, sort of exactly. I, I'm not calling him the devil, but just like I don't know. You, there's a concession <laughs> where it's like, you know what? We're we're willing to do anything it takes to to get back on the map. That's the message it sends. But it's like, I feel yeah, like he I might would go, like, go to the NFL, to be honest. But
0: I've heard that too. Yeah.
2: I don't know. He's always he's got those heart issues. I'm doing the air quotes. So I, I don't know if he has the stress to deal with the NFL. I think college is perfect for him. You know, he can kind of boss them around like what Nick Saban does. Um, you know, they they have to listen to you in the NFL. You know, you're playing for a paycheck. You don't really have to listen to your coach, you're still getting paid. So well,
0: under Urban think, Meyer, you're getting paid too. You're playing for a paycheck. But yeah, that's
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think the college game suits him. I just couldn't see him personally in the pros.
0: One of my uncles did say that he doesn't think it's heart problems. He think it's just, or the heart problems stem from the guilt of all of his uh, <laughs> been doing. Well, he's got <laughs> some
3: pretty. That's what he's got some transgressions that are like, ooh, like what are you doing? Where his little cover ups on the side, like yeah. every every program he's been at has had like at least one significant story where it's like, ooh,
2: Urban, well, he that, tried to bury this dude. It's kind of obvious now. That Florida team that would have put me in the grave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know how you coach that. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. That's fair. That's well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're right. And Hernandez is a, that's a whole other topic yeah. of, mm-hmm. of what was going on with Hernandez with, with him, yeah. but um, because he definitely knew, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he knew yeah, somehow so. Tim Tebow was there. He was like their most famous, uh, their biggest player. I don't understand that one. Yeah. Maybe Tim Tebow's got some skeletons in the closet. With it. That's why he turned to Jesus. <laughs> he's got some real yeah. skeletons in there. He's just, he's like, oh <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, I gotta pray every day just to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: the shit, he, the shit he has in the locker room <laughs> exactly yeah, <You> know,
0: yeah. <laughs> i'm disappointed steve's not on because this again this would be perfect just crushing urban meyer it's like his hero i, th- I think i asked him that one time gilly wasn't it i was like who are the best ohio state coaches and he named like urban meyer jim Tressel, and i can't remember like ryan day and i was like what do Hayes exists steve like how dare you um he like named just the last three head coaches ohio state even had Let's you know what. Let's segue to that then. Let's. Steve's not here to defend himself. John doesn't even think Ohio State belongs in the playoffs, so this should be interesting. Um, Ohio State and Clemson. We'll start you off here, John. What do you What do you got in now? It's a touchdown spread. Uh, Clemson by seven right now is is the number. But uh, what do you got on your initial thoughts of Ohio State and Clemson?
2: Um, Clemson's given seven. I'm probably going to take Ohio State taking the points. Um, oh.
0: Even though know, they don't belong there, huh?
2: No, they don't belong, but they're still good. You know, it it's unfortunate they should not be there. But you know, you have Justin Fields, and I honestly only person I can name on that team. There's so many guys that left. I also haven't watched much Ohio State football, but just thinking back of last year and how much shit Dabo Sweeney talks about that team, it's it's almost like a crazy obsession. So I, I'm gonna have to thank Ryan Day, who's also a psychopath can get them up to play and kind of say like, all right, this is a revenge game. Like we hate this guy. We hate this team. Um, you know, let's get up and play. And I I think it's also going to be a shootout like it was last year. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think Ohio state will still probably lose because I just think Trevor Lawrence and Travis ETN are just dominant. And I think that defense is still really good at Clemson. So I, I'm going to take Clemson, but Ohio State is definitely going to give them a tough game. It will not be a cakewalk.
0: What do you got, Gilly? Uh, ACC man, company man over here going, <laughs> going, to, Clemson, <laughs> going to the conference for one year.
3: <laughs> um, I You know what? I, I'm going Clemson, and I'm going to – honestly, I think I'll probably uh, – Make a play on them to cover uh, seven points. I, I I feel like they're they still have kind of like chip on their shoulder mode. And I we've we've gone on about the whole Dabo strategy of of nagging Ohio State. I don't really agree with it to this extent of being like, I don't know when it's your opponent. Like, do you really? I don't. I would not want to be in that position where it's like my coach is telling the other team they're the eleventh best team in the country. It's fine <laughs> if we think that internally, but to like express that and to like put that out there because that's just like mega mm-hmm. chip on your shoulder for. Ah, uh, for those Buckeyes, but at the same time, I think this Clemson team is 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 too good. Um, Etienne and Lawrence, like John said, those are just that's just a, such a nasty duo. Um, the one thing I am worried about though is how they can kind of avoid a situation like they had with Notre Dame at the beginning of the season, um, because Ohio State, although they don't have as good of an offensive line, they could really run the football, and I think that um, even last week, and granted, what, it's it was a uh, Northwestern, so it's it's kind of a different scenario. Um, but the uh, the running back there, Trey Sermon, went off. He had over 300 yards rushing, and granted, uh-huh. again, it's Northwestern. That's not that, they had
0: a good rushing defense, so they had one of the best rushing defenses in the country.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess the question is, how much did they get tested before that? But, um, but no, like they definitely deserved some respect, but to rush 29 rushes for uh, Uh, over 300 yards so that's that's kind of the danger that i'm nervous about as long as clemson gets out to a uh, a solid start uh they can kind of uh force ohio state to throw the ball a little bit um
0: i think that they'll be okay
3: and that's not a knock on justin fields either i think it's gonna be a high scoring game though so i'd probably take the over too i think it's what 66 and a half uh
0: yep 66 and a half actually the over for this one's higher than notre dame alabama which i'm a little surprised about but
3: yeah yeah What about you, Connor? Who do you who are you taking here? Uh, Your company man? (laughs) No, he's gonna alternate spread Ohio State by (laughs) thirty.
0: Not quite that. (laughs) It's an interesting matchup because it's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a rivalry. Like uh, Ohio State, it feels like plays Clemson about as much as they play Michigan. Um, Ohio State just last year, right? They just played last year. Uh, They played a couple of years ago, and this is, I think, the third time they're meeting up in the playoff. The first one went terribly uh ohio state got crushed 31 to nothing which clemson never let him forget um last year was a very close game and there was actually some from what i remember some pretty poor officiating calls that went against ohio state there was a targeting call that kept the drive alive for clemson whereas actually if you watch it on replay lawrence lowers his head um and then there's the jeff okuda fumble uh that he forced on i can't remember who the clemson receiver is but they called a fumble on the field you watch it on replay say close, but if you call it on a field, it's a fumble. Yeah. Um, and then they waved it off incomplete. Clemson scores on that drive. Um, and then even then, Ohio State had a chance to win it at the end of the game. Justin Fields throws a pick in the end zone. Uh, the only problem, the only difference, though, is that this Ohio State team is not as good. um I mean, you got to remember last year they had Chase Young, who is a like once in a generation type defensive talent. And we're seeing that now in the NFL. And then you have, uh, yeah, Jeff Okuda, who is a true shutdown corner. Sean Wade has been good this year, but he hasn't been great. He, he's kind of just been average, I guess you he could say.
3: The year. I think he's, yeah, kind of
0: he, him, right? he, he hasn't been like that shutdown guy that he can, like, uh, Stefan Gilmore follow anyone all over the field and just completely take him out of the game. So the defense isn't quite as good for Ohio State. Um, I don't want to buy into the whole Justin Fields isn't playing great. He struggled against Indiana. Um, And then Northwestern, he didn't play well, but he also hurt his hand. Uh, So that's you kind of have to, I think, take it with a grain of salt. He's going to be up for this game. I feel like we'll see the best version of Justin Fields this week. Um, And of all the talk of Ohio State only playing six games – Look, they're in, and that benefits them because uh, they're the mo- they're the freshest team in this tournament. Everybody else has played how many games, ten or eleven. I mean, uh, whether they deserve to be there or not, the realization and the real thing now is that uh, this is a team that has played about a month less of football than everybody else. And they've had Does it that I think matter, I, though,
3: for like a year like this sure. though, where it's like even like a team like Clemson is what? They've only played is it, how many games? eight games.
2: Ten and one.
3: Ten and one. Okay. So I guess eleven games is nothing. But it's not like it's a crazy, crazy long season. I don't know. It's They've got a, a decent breakup.
0: It's basically a whole it's uh, all it's basically an entire month of football. And not only that, but Ohio State kind of got the luxury of they had games. I think I saw a stat somewhere they had only like one or two games that were not basically like a, a COVID related bye week. Um so it's yeah. not like they played six games in six weeks and now they're like, okay, like we're you know, we're banged. They are a fresh football team. They, I think they uh, they benefit from that. So I can honestly see Ohio State keeping this a close game, and I could see it like last year coming down to the wire. It obviously, is a you know the the company man for the Big Ten, and since you guys are rolling Clemson, I'm fine with being the contrarian here and rolling Ohio State. But um, I think that needs to be said. You know that that those things need to be out there. Ohio State's not as good as they were last year. Um, but you know, it, it's, uh, they are fresher. I, what's teams. the
3: logic there? They're, they're not as good as they were last year. They're fresher, they but they're going to beat the team. They lost to
0: last year. What yeah, is I mean, the- okay. But I also threw out there that there was two bad officiating <laughs> calls and they still had a chance to win it at the end last year.
3: Yeah. And I mean, to be fair too, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, JK Dobbins got hurt, uh, in the first half of that game. Cause he was right. running through Clemson and mm-hmm. then that really derailed them. I would say, but, um, but it's, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not as afraid of, of Trey Sermon as uh, J.K. Dobbins, to be honest with you, which maybe, I
0: don't know. I, I think I don't know if Dobbins is just a better running back. I'm not really sure if that's, if it's the running back or if it's the offensive line for Ohio State, because that's still very good.
3: That's fair. I mean, the Clemson front seven, though, and they got, um, who is it? He's either a freshman or a sophomore. Their uh, defensive tackle, uh, pretty much their, their best defensive tackle. They got him back. I think he... Was either COVID or her? I kind of forget. They're all blurring together now. But he, I think he came back against uh, Notre Dame um, last week. So I don't know. I'm 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 all in on Clemson to be honest with you. I just think Clemson's the second best team in the country. That's part of it too. Like if you had to pick your one two, like is Ohio State? You think they're actually like like actually could be the second best team in the country? If so, that's fine. But I just I, I think Clemson has given us too much um, proof to to uh,
0: prove otherwise. I mean, here's the thing: we know Clemson's going to show up uh, for this game. Um, they, they are not like Notre Dame, where they've had history of falling apart. The, what was the only game they <laughs> fell apart in the college football playoffs so far was last year against a historically good Joe Burrow and LSU. Um, that was about it. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I mean, Clemson. And it's easy to say Clemson. It's easy to look at Clemson and say like, yes, because we've seen them beat Ohio State before. Um, I don't. Know, I, I think Ohio State keeps it a close game. I'm fine with taking him at plus seven, um, and I, you know, I wouldn't be completely shocked if Ohio State won.
3: Is there anything to be said for the the uptick in quality opponent like that you're playing? Like last week, Northwestern. This week, Clemson. Whereas, like Clemson's, like all right. And even if you would say, okay, maybe Notre Dame isn't the, the clear cut four, I think they are. But like, you're you're playing a, a top tier team like that for Clemson, and then to to be able to stay at that high level for Ohio State, like I don't know, is that is that something in, in your opinion, or are you does it not matter? Is it just a week of preparation,
0: and you kind of start with a clean slate? I think if anything, it kind of gets you up even more. Maybe Ohio State—that's why we're sitting here being like, "Oh, are they really that good?" Maybe they were bored. I don't know. They—they they really, <laughs> honestly, could have been bored this year with who they were playing. I, what? What? I, losing, I think they were
3: losing been. like ten to six to Northwestern. You think they were bored out there? Yeah. No, they're, they're Keeping it close. They're a
0: championship game that started at noon.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, lazy, lazy noon start. <laughs> Wake up, boys. Justin Fields. <laughs> Hey, you have a game to
2: play. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm looking at their schedule. They played Nebraska. That was an easy one. Penn State, which was, uh, I mean, they won by seven. Tight.
3: Knowing how bad Penn State is, that <laughs> the score hey, is. Penn
0: State finished. Things. Penn State finished well at the end of the year.
3: What Dave? finished with three wins.
0: Okay, Gilly, come on. How many games does the Big Ten play? You can't play it like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, Penn That's State cool. went four and five. And- oh, they oh, they won the
0: four fans. games. They finished third wow. in the East when they had lost. what? They finished. They started, what, 0-5, if I remember? They ripped off four in a row. They turned it around. Yeah. We knew they would. We knew Penn State would. Uh, we all knew <laughs> they were too good to be, like, that bad. Uh, but... Uh. <sighs>
2: Well, another I, thing with Ohio State, and I'm looking at their schedule now, they only beat Indiana by seven.
0: Yeah. They, gave, was, they let up 35
2: points. Good. And I, you know, I, I don't know. This might be a hot take, but I think Clemson's better than Indiana. And I think. <laughs> Are
0: you sure about
2: that? I don't know. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to frame that. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if I, I might be taking Clemson with the points. I mean, Clemson giving points, I mean, now after looking at this. And, and, you know, Northwestern, I don't know what that spread was, but they only won that game by 12, and I do remember them struggling a little bit to start. So I I don't know. I I might change. I might go Clemson minus seven now after really thinking about it and looking at the schedule. I don't know if if Ohio State can hang with Clemson at all now.
0: Wow. Wow. I don't even mention they beat (laughs) Michigan State by 40 or anything. Uh, When was the last time they were good? Indiana, Indiana is not Clemson, no, but Indiana was good this year. Indiana did give him some trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Fields did not look good in that game. Uh, for Ohio State, here's what I'll say: if, if they're turning the ball over early, if they lose the turnover battle, it's done. I don't think they're talented enough to beat Clemson with shooting themselves <laughs> in the foot. They have to play a very clean game, I think, in order to beat Clemson. But um, I don't. I I. I I'm the only one on the Ohio State train here. I'm, I'm. I think they have a shot against Clemson, especially. How about how about we turn to this now? Um, Dabo ranking them eleventh in his coach's poll, and Dabo saying uh, that basically six games they even belong in the playoff. I mean, what what did we have to make of that?
2: I think it's a crazy obsession. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, Dabo Dabo knows what Dabo's doing. Obviously, he's Playing down the opponents, trying to get Clemson hyped up. Of course, eleventh um, is just—that's absurd. That's almost like, all right, you, now this is intentional. Like if he said, no, they're like eighth or ninth, and he'd be like, all right, I, I could probably yeah. get behind eight or nine, but eleventh—it's like, ooh, Dabo. It's like, you know what you're doing, Dabo, and you're you're really pissing Ohio State off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like with Coastal Carolina, like that territory.
2: Yeah, yeah, I. I I don't
3: know.
0: That was that was bad because you're right. Eleventh is bad. Like I think Nick Saban didn't have Ohio State in his top four, um, but he had him like fifth and behind or sixth. And I think he put him behind uh, Texas A&M and Florida. And I was like, okay, that just that makes sense. Like he's going to put his own conference first, try to make his own wins look better. I can understand that one. And I I could understand if you had Dabo said, like, Texas A&M deserves to be ahead of Ohio State or, like, a Florida or or someone like that. But um, 11th, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. That was just – it was stupid. That was, like – that was literally standing – that wasn't, like, uh, being on the outside of the cave and looking at the bear sleep and, like, throwing little pebbles near it. That was, like, inside poking the bear saying, hey, hey, you, wake up. Like, I don't know what Dabo's doing there. He's just – I don't like him. I don't really I think he's a hell of a coach, but I don't like the guy. I think he's he's a I've said it before, he's like a used car salesman. He just rubs yeah. me the wrong way. Not a fan of uh Dabo, the person.
3: Yeah, I don't get the logic behind it either. To be honest, like I don't understand how that I don't know. I well, does that motivate
0: recent players uh, to mess with them? Uh, their heads on the field, so that you know, just no, 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 no. When he was, down, he, like, That was he tapered down I'm the best though. quarterback in the country. I don't deserve to be here. That
3: was tapered down. That was like okay, kind of put a little, little, uh little things in the back of their head and just like yeah. slowly <laughs> neg them. within their like Jedi mind tricks and Phil Jackson um, <laughs> type stuff. But to like just blatantly be like, this is our matchup we know who we're playing and they're the 11th best team in the country. Like that's just so rude. Like that, if anything, that's just such bulletin board material at this point for Ohio state before maybe it was, but it was just so far out. it's like, we don't even know if they're going to play each other. A bunch of things could happen, but once they won the big 10, it's like, all right, do you just start chalking up the respect and being like, yeah, no, they're a good football team. We're just going to have to really do our job and prepare. Maybe I'm just been spending too much time over the years, just listening to bill Belichick. And that's what, that's yeah. just like the, the go-to yeah. um, <laughs> assumption of what a coach should do. But just going to this extent just doesn't seem to make sense for me. Just gives them so much fuel to be like, they thought we weren't good enough. They're going to have the stupid little 11 t-shirts. I'm sure if they win the game and it's going to be a whole thing.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't know. I told you, I told you, I'm not hoping for that. I hope Ohio state wins. So that Ryan day can go up on the podium and when they ask him, like, you know, oh, how do you feel about this one? Oh, well, some people didn't think we belonged here, but
1: yeah, not bad for the 11th best team in <laughs> the country. not, bad, yeah, yeah, not bad, right? bad for
0: number 11, I guess. You know, that's uh, not too shabby. That's what I'm hoping for. Just and, and like you know, Dabo's like walking away off the feelings, like, yeah, son of a, boy. but it, it's <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't understand where he was going with that. Um, I also wasn't sure and I've heard people laugh at me for this one, but I'll say it again. I Maybe he's afraid of Ohio State, and he was trying to talk, like, in his way, get in the ear of the committee, like, oh, Ohio State doesn't belong here. Give us Texas A&M. I want to play Texas A&M, or I, I want to play uh, Notre Dame again, or I want to play Florida. Like, maybe that's what he was trying to do, and now he's like, God damn it, I got Ohio State anyway. Son of a huh? – all right. I don't know. Yeah. Is that a legit theory, or are you guys going to be like, you? What, no, stop it?
3: I think being afraid is a little strong. Like I think it could just be a good strategy. Cause he's like, Ooh, I wonder if we can prop up these other teams and get them yeah. as an opponent. That'd be better. Like, I don't think they're afraid, but I, I, they just respect them a lot. So I think that's why they're trying to neg him so much. So yeah, I, I think you're right. I just don't know if I would agree with like, I don't think he's afraid to play Ohio state. Okay. I think it's
2: No, I, I agree. I don't think he's afraid. Um, you know, maybe like a little sick of them considering they've played three total times now, but afraid. No, probably not. And especially with this Ohio state team that, you know, they're not as good as last year and last year's was an awesome game. So I afraid, no, probably not.
0: I mean, he shouldn't be sick of them. He, he's beat him twice. I, I would think that's if anything, that's the team you want again. It's like, oh, I've beaten these guys before. Yeah. Give them <laughs> back to me. I'll take them. Um, all right.
3: Maybe he doesn't uh, think they're going to play angry. Like, I don't know. I guess maybe that's the angle where it's like, if you just get a team so riled up, they can't control themselves and they're kind of like anger slash pent up yeah. frustration. I don't know. I, It's a a slippery slope. Sometimes you could go the other way.
2: You got to think like this is going to be, you know, say Trevor Lawrence does win, this is going to be his what third, third year, or third year in a row
0: of playing in the championship game. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's Mm -hmm. like it's a lot harder to get your guys up, being like, all right, like we got to get, we got to get up, we got to do this again. You know, we have to win. You know, it's a lot harder to maintain and like continue to win championships. It's you kind of lose that like rah 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 like i'm gonna get you guys riled up type stuff it's it's more like all right this is kind of like a business trip um it, it's a lot harder to maintain to keep a team focused when you're winning and i remember like saying that about golden state warriors a couple years ago like it's a lot harder when they're like winning than it is when they're losing i feel like sometimes Yeah.
0: Okay. I think at least if you're talking about motivation for Clemson, I think they are able to draw off of like, you got embarrassed by LSU in the championship game last year. Um, cause you might be right. Like I, I would say that maybe for last year, cause Clemson might've been walking in like, huh, we destroyed Alabama, like the worst loss Nick Saban's ever had mm-hmm. in a big game in his career. Like LSU, who are you? What are you going to do? And then LSU did it to them and they just crushed them. Um, I could see like maybe a little bit motivation of Dabo like kind of keeping that in the back of their minds.
3: No, I, I get that. I, I think I understand it a little bit more now. And even to just from Dabo's perspective, maybe he goes to a team. He goes, "Hey, you guys, you hearing what I'm saying about uh about them? It's like, go right. back it up. Go prove me right." Like, I guess that is an angle. It's just I I feel like, it may, you know what? That's why I'm not a D1 college football player because I don't know if I would think like that. I think I'd be like,
1: Coach, what the hell are you doing to us? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to say, Gilly, that'd be like when you go back to your tennis playing days and they're like, are you excited for your matchup in the state semifinals against this kid? And you'd be like, I don't even know why he's here. I don't know why he's ranked this high. He shouldn't be. No.
3: Yeah, I can't. I don't know. That's just not my, not my MO. And then even still, if anything, even if I think I can beat someone, I think I would want to give them more respect and have the angle of like, well, I said they're a really good opponent. I think they're a really good opponent. and I still beat them. Like, you know what I mean? Rather than be like, well, okay, Clemson's going to the national championship. But who would you beat? The number 11 team? Like, huh, you guys aren't ready for Bama? Like, think about that. Like, that's I don't true. know. That's
0: that's true. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of how I would see it. Yeah, because then they, they might beat Ohio State like barely, and then they're gonna sit there and be like, well, our coach doesn't think they're any good. Are we actually any good? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, They you, lay an egg
3: in the championship.
0: We talked about yeah. this quick last week, John, but I want to get your thoughts on it. And I think you kind of touched on it earlier and made the point. But uh, should the college playoff football playoff be expanded <laughs> into how many teams?
2: Um, a hundred percent, and it it should be eight. I think this okay. year absolutely proved that it should be expanded. Um, and I, I think eight's the the right number. You know, you get all the Power Five teams depending on where the Pac-12 ranks, of course, because they are probably the worst football out of the first worst football conference out of the five. Um, so you you know you would have your ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve winner. That's four right there. Um, Pac-12 would be five, say, and then you have you know three other wild cards. So I, I think that would be fine. And, and just looking at the rankings now, you know, you have Bama, Clemson, Ohio state, Notre Dame, AM, Oklahoma, Florida, and Cincinnati. Those are your best eight teams. I feel like all of them, maybe with the exception of Florida might be out, maybe put like Ohio state or uh, sorry, Iowa state or um, coastal in there maybe, but I, I definitely think it should be eight. I think they're way behind on it four was good to try it out um you know see if the fans liked it see how the teams liked it but at this point it's like you're leaving teams out who are very much deserving of it and it everyone wants to play for a national championship but if you're not given the opportunity it's like all right then what was this season for you know Mm -hmm. as much as you know cincinnati and i think they're playing georgia yeah yeah like all right yeah that's great that's your national championship but I would have still liked to actually have tried to win a national championship. Not what are they playing? I think the PlayStation bowl, peach bowl, peach bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's a, So it's, it's difficult. It's tough. I, I've, I'm very hard in the committee as you guys probably know from the blogs. I think they continually get stuff wrong. Um, but just expand it to eight, you know, do the right thing, make the five conference winners in, and then you got three wild cards who are the most deserving. And I think everyone will be happy.
0: Now, as a Notre Dame fan, though, because you guys have made it very well known that you're, this was, year was the only year you'll be in the ACC. You're going to uh, go back to your independent roots starting next year when, when COVID's all settled down. But, um, I mean, are you, you're fine with uh, being, relying on one of the, you know, at large, one of those three at large bids year to year? Because I feel like for Notre Dame, you need to do a little bit more than just like have a nine-in-one season because you don't have a conference championship game to play for. Um, I feel like for Notre Dame, you almost have to go undefeated to be like, okay, yes, they're at one of the three at-large bids. Um, and you're fine with that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think, you know, if they're not deserving of the eight spots, they're not deserving of the eight spots, especially like now at like four because you now get down to like with the four, you get down to the nitty gritty, and it's like, all right, should AM be in? Cincinnati should be in. But with eight, it's like, all right, well, now we have a little bit more wiggle room where we can put three teams in who are deserving of it. And, you know, eight obviously is bigger than four. So you're adding four more teams. And if Notre Dame's not in that eight, the top eight, then they don't deserve it. Like now you're given every chance now to get in. And even with one loss, you're still given every chance. So, Um, yeah, I I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's okay. Even if, you know, they go, when they do go back to independent and they don't make it if the playoff does expand, but for right now with the four, they have to go undefeated and it's unfortunate, but I think the eight, you know, brings the competition to where it should be and makes everyone happy and stuff like that. So I'm fine with it.
0: I said 20 or 24. Do you think that's too many?
2: Yeah, that's way too much. <laughs> yeah, that, that's way too much. 20 is way, way, way too much. I, I I, mean,
0: here's the thing is that we're never like it, it, even if we go to 8, 10, 12, 20, like there is no uh, end of the debate for of like, oh, well, this team should have made it over this team. Look at, I mean, look at basketball. We let 60 plus, 64, 66 teams in, and yet still we're, uh, dissecting teams that are basically have gone 500 and being like, well, should they have actually made it in or should have this team? Like, I mean, the debate will never end on, boy, this team got snubbed. That's not what we're yeah. arguing. Um, I said last week for the health of the sport, I think you need to expand the playoff just because if you look at the recruiting rankings, um, it's very much, you make the playoff, you're at the top of the recruiting rankings just mm-hmm. Because you don't even have to win a championship. You're just up there if you make the playoff. And it feels like it's the same, like we can right at the beginning of the season, we can name off eight teams. And out of those eight, four of them are probably going to be in it. And like this year, we knew Bama, Clemson, Ohio State were three. Throw out a few names like Georgia, Notre Dame, Florida, um, and Oklahoma. And take yeah. a pick of one of those other four teams, and you're gonna be right most of the time. So I think for the health of the sport, eight would be probably good because then yeah you can do your at-large bids and you know you give a team like a Cincinnati a chance or Georgia mm-hmm. or even Iowa State um I mean are there going to be blowouts sure but I mean look we have four teams in it right now um and the number four team against the number one team to spread is 20 points it's college football you're going to have blowouts deal of with course. it it's not like it's gonna change. People are acting as though like oh, we're sacrificing good games for blowouts. We have blowouts now. Who cares? Add more teams in. Like that. And again, kids opt out of bowl games all the time. You know how you stop them from doing that? Playoffs. That no yep. one's opting out of a playoff game. Nope. So it crosses so many T's and dots, so many I's that we've had issues and questions about. I think it's a it's a no-brainer. So have um, heard
3: that crosses so many so many t's and dots and I's and you just- <laughs>
0: Check so many boxes. It's a different ways to make gilly.
3: So it sounds like corporate talk. Sounds like you're uh, you're just a Big Ten corporate man. Just uh, just trying to get as many Big Ten teams as <laughs> possible. That's what it sounds like to me. Five
0: teams into the next playoff. Says you. Twenty <laughs> teams. <laughs> That's you, Mr. I know, Mister Corporate Man over there. I heard you take a phone call the other day. You're like oh hello John. Oh hello, I'm Mike Gilligan. What can I do for you? Yeah, <laughs> oh screw you. You know, know what? I've I've heard it all. It's not even as bad. I um.
3: On a lunch break once, I went to my local library, which was a family friend and, like, kind of low-key a neighbor that was, like, the head librarian there. And um, she, I told her where I was working because I, like, hadn't really seen her. This is, like, shortly after I got my job. And she called me corporate swine to my face. Mm. <laughs> like, kind wow. of joking.
0: But it was, like, <laughs>
3: she's, like, very much, like, a, an anti-corporation uh, person. So it was it was just funny, though. And I was, like, okay. All right.
0: All right. I think we finally now have Steve here on the – okay. What's up, Steve? How are you? Yeah, hopefully. All right, everyone. So this is Steve Scott. He's a resident Ohio State fan. We've already talked a little bit Ohio State Clemson, so we'll keep this one short with you, Steve. But um, a couple of questions. First off, meet John McCormick. I don't know if you two have met. Uh, He said Ohio State doesn't even belong – doesn't even deserve to be anywhere close to the playoff. Your thoughts?
1: Oh, my God. Hold on. Explain yourself. Why? Why? You played
2: six games. And you barely won.
1: Yeah. Who? Uh who?
2: Indiana. Uh, Northwestern gave you a tough game. Um, I, I think, for me, it's it's the six games that does it. I mean, you look at teams like Cincinnati who did everything they could and they're still getting ripped off, where Ohio State, you know, played six games and didn't play 10 or 11 games. And I think at the end of the day, that should matter.
1: You know what? You have a good point. And, and you know what? I, it, no, it's, it's true. It's true. No, you no, know, for sure. But the thing is, this is a, it's the rich man's world. And you know what? Ohio State, for some reason, are one of the rich people, and they and everybody likes the rich guy. So they're gonna put the, them up there. That's what I think. They're gonna let them play. Everybody wants. Everybody likes talking shit about Ohio State too. So if they get crushed, everybody can say, Yeah, you know what? We were right. But I, I agree. I, I I definitely agree. You only play six games. I know. However. Yeah, but- They'll compete, and you know what? You watch. They'll beat Clemson. Big take. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat them good.
0: I didn't say beat them good. I thought they could hang in there because I said I don't think this is – good of an Ohio State team as they were last year when they lost to Clemson, but it was close. If yep. you remember that game last year, there were some pretty poor, pretty questionable officiating calls that went heavily Clemson's way, yep. and Ohio State still had a chance at the end of that game, but you don't have Chase Young, you don't have Jeff Okuda, you don't have J.K. Dobbins, but uh, I still think Ohio State can can make a game out of this.
1: Yeah, it'll be a good game regardless. Uh, I think tensions will, will flare. I think there'll be
0: Oh, did we? He cut out there. We might have lost Steve.
1: Fights, hopefully, that's what oh. I'm looking forward to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you cut out, and then the next thing you said was, "I hope there's some fights." Clem, Clemson's going down. Don't care. <laughs> what, yeah, what, Steve? What do you, uh, what do you true. make of Dabo Sweeney's uh, just bashing of Ohio State?
1: He sounded like a big baby. Fuck him. I hope. I hope that. I just hope they. I hope. That, I hope that, that's the point? Yeah, I, it is going that that, that I can't for, make that, that out. Him. I hope. Uh, what's his face? Ryan Day walks over and just jacks him right in the mouth.
3: <laughs> 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 Every time he cuts back in, it's something about a fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> something
0: about violence. Steve's trying to make like educated points, and when it cuts back in, he's just talking about people killing each other.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the blood sport. Oh, shit. I wish it was working better here. All, all I right, know so, is oh, – Yeah, what? Sorry.
0: Uh, so, John's a, a big Notre Dame fan. That's why we have you two on this week. And, obviously, he's going up against uh, Alabama. What? What's your quick thoughts, Notre Dame against Alabama? Right, Shout-out Lindsey Bond.
1: Ooh, Shout-out <laughs> Lindsey Bond. Uh, I got news for you. I don't know much about Notre Dame this year. How, how are they doing? They've uh, lost one
0: game blowout to Clemson. They okay. beat Clemson this year as well.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'm rooting for you. I want Notre Dame to win. Um, Thank you. I, it should be a good game, right? I don't know. I, I haven't been paying attention to my, that much. I just know Alabama, that, that Devontae Smith dude is a badass. My God. But, yeah, I don't know. They can lock his ass down, whatever. <laughs> Notre, Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame's fucking got that shit locked down.
2: I hope. I hope. I don't know who's going to cover him, but (laughs) if they can find someone to lock his shit down, then maybe we might be good. I mean, one thing in your favor, no Jalen Waddle, right? Oh, right. Is he hurt, right?
3: Yeah, I think he's out until the championship at least. If he even if he makes it back for that, so I mean that's what your favorite.
2: He did he tweak an ankle, ACL, knee? What was I it? Was, I was like his
0: Achilles. It wasn't. A, it wasn't anything like good. It wasn't like a hamstring where it's like oh yeah. it's still nagging. Yeah,
2: it yeah. It Achilles. You can't even you can't even walk. So no. Yeah, what yeah. game that's tough. is that?
1: Is that, a, is that like the like Rose Bowl? What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's uh, the yeah, Rose, Rose Bowl. In Dallas. What's the Ohio State game?
0: Uh, that is the sugar bowl. Yeah. Sugar bowl. So it's in new Orleans.
1: Okay. I'm wearing a Fiesta bowl shirt right now. <laughs> FYI,
0: That game didn't go well for you. If you remember that, Steve, it was 31 to nothing. That was the uh, lowest. I think that's the lowest I've ever seen poor uncle Jimmy. Oh man. Oh that,
1: yeah. That was, that was a tough night. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm wearing the Fiesta bowl that they won with against, uh, the Blake Sims, right? Is that his name? No, not Blake Sims. What was that guy's? the quarterback's name for Alabama at the time?
0: Shit. Oh, that was that was a Sugar Bowl. That wasn't a Fiesta Bowl. No, really. Yeah, that the one where Ezekiel Elliott ran all over Alabama.
1: Yeah.
2: No, yeah, that was the Sugar Bowl.
1: Was that like Sims that. for the Alabama quarterback? I think so.
2: Was that um Coker? I will, or whatever his name
1: is. No, it wasn't Coker. No, I like I liked him. I thought he was going to be good. Uh, it shows how much I fucking know about college right.
0: <laughs> I What I will say, though, is la- remember the last time that we questioned whether Ohio State should be in the playoff or not? They ended up winning the entire thing.
1: What year was that? Friggin', the year uh... they
0: won the entire thing, Steve, 2015. <laughs> Dude, this
1: shit, it's the year on your shirt. No. <laughs> I'm not reading my shirt right now. It's pitch dark in this car, can't you see? Well, you said –
0: that's true. He thought the Sugar Bowl was a Fiesta Bowl. I,
1: <laughs> my well, goodness gracious. I'm pretty sure it's a Fiesta on this thing, on the shirt.
0: It's the Fiesta Bowl. It did not go well for it. That was a 31-0 to beatdown that Clemson gave you a few years back. And, again, that was the lowest I ever saw Uncle Jimmy.
3: Yeah, Uncle Jimmy well, was not happy. They also won a Fiesta Bowl, though. Was it the year before? Uh, against – was that against Notre Dame, actually? Now that I'm looking it up now
1: oh was it? I don't know. J.T. Barrett. Okay, probably
3: yeah. Did they play one?
0: Yes, because that was the one. He's a linebacker for the Cowboys now. He was—he's really good. Like
1: right, 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 right. Jalen Smith. Smith. That's Jalen
0: Smith. He tore his knee apart.
1: Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, Steve. That might be the that might be the shirt you're wearing. All
1: right. Yeah, I'll take a picture when I when I get home.
0: All right, we'll retweet it from the Twitter account. But, Beautiful. Um, let's see. Fiesta Bowl, yes. Well, it's 2015. Yeah. Yeah. This year's yeah. probably that old. Yeah. It's pretty beat up, I'd say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wear yeah, it all they the beat, time?
0: I don't know. Beat Notre Dame in Fiesta Bowl 44 <clears> 28.
1: <throat> okay.
0: So
2: it's another bad Brian Kelly loss, but it's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, at least
0: that one wasn't in the playoff, yeah. But True. another another, yeah, chance for Brian Kelly to really uh, show something off and just uh, completely fell apart instead. Yeah, Ohio State, um, that was under Urban Meyer, lost the Orange Bowl. Next year he beats uh, Bam in the Sugar Bowl, wins the college football championship. Um, next year Fiesta Bowl win over Notre Dame, then 31 to nothing lost to Clemson, uh, won the Cotton Bowl one year. And then the Rose Bowl now is with uh, Urban Myers stepping away. Okay. So, would did they beat the Cotton Bowl? What was that one?
2: Is it Oklahoma? Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I USC. Don't... I oh, yeah. USC. Okay. Even... 24-7. JT USC. JT Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, old trip down. To <clears throat> yeah. Do actually, think actually I, I think –
3: we need better sponsorships in terms of the Bulls. bowls and even NBA jerseys. It's a whole other topic. I was talking to the, our friend yeah. Sosa about that. He doesn't want to buy a Celtics jersey because of VistaPrint being the uh, the Celtics jersey sponsor. I think <laughs> these bowl games are are not far off. Some of these mm. some of these sponsors.
0: Come on, we need cooler
1: cooler companies <laughs> for to reach out. I, I uh, yeah, the, the, the combo good it year. Has Tostitos on it.
0: Okay, so that's the Fiesta
2: Bowl.
1: Goodyear Fiesta. Yeah, good.
2: Isn't that turned to PlayStation now? Isn't it? Isn't it the PlayStation yeah. festival?
3: Which doesn't make as much sense.
2: No, Ooh. it doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> no. 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 But a I, I, right. I kind of like that um that take you said, Gilly, with the Vista print on the Celtics jersey.
3: Yeah, it's not, and I didn't even love GE to be honest with you, but no,
2: <laughs> Vista print might be worse.
3: Yeah, it's it oh, actually yeah. kind of cool. One out for um the the Clippers because Bumble that was the best yeah, jersey Bumble. he had in the league. Now, and now it's, gone. Now it's ah. gone, so and I missed it, I didn't buy one, and I'm so mad. EBay. Uh, whatever whatever
1: team gets hinge, price. Big take, whatever team gets hinge on their jersey, I'm getting that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> wow, yeah,
3: oh, that'd be sweet. Just all the dating apps, just really. Yeah. Uh, like Heat he would definitely have Tinder, especially too, but kind of like. That the little flame logo would play into it, too. That'd be kind of oh, cool. Yeah.
1: That'd be perfect, actually. Hinge is more like a uh, Bucks thing. <laughs> <laughs> there... Connor, does he know what Hinge is? He's been married for 10 years.
0: I was, yeah, I, I imagine it's some sort of dating app, but I, yeah, I don't even know. Those like came into existence uh, after I started dating my wife. So, yeah, never uh, got it done the old-fashioned very way. successful. Snapchat. i found any
1: success in any of it. Yeah, Yeah, there you
0: go snapchat (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's where I find my ladies just the The regional ones ones. he just goes on the snap map and he just clicks
3: in a regional area (laughs) watches random stories like hey start adding them hey it's like a lot of
1: fun (laughs) whatever you're doing
2: <laughs> let's
0: let's finish the episode with some uh, some other bowl games uh, on on New Year's and the day after. Cincinnati Georgia. Right. Does anyone believe Cincinnati can get it done?
2: Of course. Let's okay. go. I'm all in with John. I gotta think, to do it. I think Georgia is one of the fakest teams in the country. Um, they were just never good the entire year, and you know it's another one the committee wanted you to believe they were good, and. Um, it, it just never worked out. They reminded me a lot of Oregon a couple of years ago with Justin Herbert. They were never good, never was supposed to win anything, and yet they were ranked unreasonably high the entire year. And I hope Cincinnati caps it off.
0: I mean, Herbert and Oregon good. won a Rose Bowl last year, but well, Cincinnati's undefeated. All right, with uh, Luke Fickle, former Ohio State coach for that one year oh, between right. Jim right, Tressel yeah. and Urban Meyer. Yeah, Luke Fickle. Staying in Ohio. Right. I, I think Ohio. I think Cincinnati can get it done just because you see that all the time. The SEC team gets like the, hmm. the non-Power 5 team and they're like, oh, they feel disrespected. They don't even show up and play. The other team has something to prove. I, I like that. I like Cincinnati in that one. Uh, Northwestern and Auburn in the Citrus Bowl, which I think might end up being like maybe the most boring game possible. But I see Northwestern winning this one.
2: Yeah. Um, did they – did they fire the coach auburn?
0: Yes, they yep. fired they Gus Malzahn. Actually, in a good we haven't talked about that. A good pickup uh for Auburn where they went out and got the uh, uh, Boise State head coach. Um, yeah. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It's something Harden or something. I can't exactly remember but let me look that up real quick. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty good uh mm-hmm. pretty good pickup cuz Boise State, yeah, Brian Harson. Okay, it's Harson, but um, they have some good coaches come out of there. Uh, let's see, Houston Nutt back in 97, Dirk Cutter uh, is a good assistant, Dan Hawkins a decent coach, Chris Peterson's a really good coach, um, and then Brian Harson, and he's been there for a long time and a lot of sustained success, so I think that's a great pickup by Auburn, because usually with SEC teams, sometimes you just see them go for like the uh, Nick Saban coaching tree, which, yeah, worked with Georgia and Kirby Smart, but Um, it doesn't work with everybody, so I like it. And they didn't just go like, Oh, who's the LSU assistant? Who's a Georgia assistant? They went out and you know, did their own thing by getting Harson. So I'm I'm excited for that one. I think that was a great move by Auburn.
3: I agree, however, I don't think it's gonna do anything for this game. So I'm taking Northwestern as well. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want Northwestern to win too. I feel like Auburn was another fraudulent team that was like overhyped coming into the year. They really Mm -hmm. proved nothing, uh, throughout the,
1: the entire season, I would say so. About that? Yeah, you know what? I, I I'm very disappointed by Bo Nicks. How about that?
0: Yeah. I wanted more fair. from Bo
1: Nicks. That's all I gotta say.
0: I did too. I, I, I kinda I'm with you there. Uh NC State, Kentucky. Uh, this is on Saturday, January second. That that could be an interesting one because those are two teams I think uh that were like better than everybody expected them to be, but uh Kentucky's favored right now. What do we got on that one?
2: I didn't watch either team a lot, um, but I I think Kentucky has the better team. I don't know. I'm going on a limb. I'm going with Kentucky. No idea. <laughs> I'm going with Kentucky because I bet against them, and they proved me wrong, and <laughs> I,
3: I had to wear it. So I'm, now I'm going to bet with them, and then they're going to probably prove me wrong again, and I'm going to have to walk it back. But I don't know. You know what, though? The timing of that game I think is ridiculous, though. It's like after the semifinals, right, the day after? Yeah. second? Like we're supposed to watch NC State and Kentucky and be like all pumped about it after we watched the semifinal games. Like that's just and I, it's not to their fault. Like I just feel like if this was like this week or last week, you'd be much more pumped about it rather than be like, Oh, now we know the national
0: championship
3: is gonna be and then we're like, Oh, but we also before, wait, we have NC State <laughs> in Kentucky. Like that's just
2: I don't know. That's just, I I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I watch that. And it's also the gator bowl. I, and it leads up to the other big three. So I, I don't know how big of a draw the Gator bowl is getting, but
0: (laughs) it's, it's, it's one of those. that's like, it's in Jacksonville. You just feel the mediocrity uh, coming like through your TV of that game. (laughs) Um, The Outback Bowl, Ole Miss and Indiana, that's a really weird matchup for, like, that big of a bowl game, but also tells you who's, like, how many teams have opted out of bowl games. Mm -hmm. Um, Indiana had a really good year. Don't have their quarterback, but that actually really sort of hasn't phased them. And then you got, of course, just weird-ass Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss.
1: Weird-ass
0: Lane Kiffin. I think think that could be an entertaining one, to be honest.
1: I think Indiana's pretty tough, right, as far as I know. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh no, panics though, right? The quarterback. Yeah, well, I What's know, but there? that hasn't
0: that hasn't really stopped him. Indiana's they're only, they only only have one loss in the season, and it was to Ohio State by seven.
1: Yeah, it was a tough game, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Not watching.
0: I threw out the name Stevie Scott the third, Indiana's running back, and you didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, my, my future son. I'm I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Steve I, Scott Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh if when big take Wherever he goes in the league, as long as it's not the Jets, uh, I will get his jersey cannot wait okay all right jets or i don't know who else do i hate i don't know i'm I'm excited for him Steelers
3: can't do Steelers Mm -hmm. either right no no giants too
1: no giants those
3: are are my big three of like nfl jerseys i I don't think i could stomach right No. wearing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: steve's gonna go nuts if he gets drafted by the buffalo bills
1: oh yeah i can't wait to be a bills fan forever
0: him and josh (laughs) allen just
1: going out (laughs) (laughs) just kidding no 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 thank you (laughs) Patriots, I'll cry.
0: Uh Oregon, Iowa State. Uh Oregon won the Pac 12 somehow, some way. This one is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Steve knows all about the Fiesta Bowl, but Iowa State and Oregon. Iowa State's favored by four. Um I say Brock Purdy goes out with a win.
1: Yo, check it out. 2016 Fiesta Bowl.
0: Okay, yeah. There you go. okay. That's uh champion. <laughs> <Champions. laughs> Thank you for clarifying that.
1: Yep. <laughs> now we know. I'll
3: go Iowa State. Yeah.
2: I agree. I, yeah,
3: I don't think am going to enough.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa State as well. I don't I'm not a big fan of Oregon as you could probably tell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like Justin Herbert. And then the final one, is. I actually think this is actually a very low-key, fun and interesting game. Uh the Orange Bowl. Uh Saturday night Texas A&M North Carolina. <laughs> I feel like that's sneaky, really good.
2: I'm uh I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm gonna take North Carolina. Okay. I think Mac Brown will have him ready to play. I think they looked awesome against Miami a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's Sam Sam Martle is that his name? The quarterback? Or am I thinking of someone totally Tim different? Sam Howell. Sam uh, Howell. Sam, yes. Sam. Howell. Yep. Yeah, he's been playing great recently. So I'm I'm gonna go with them. I think um, I think A you know, is going to cry that they're not in the playoffs. And I think that's going to kind of affect them. So I'm going to take North Carolina. Me too. Completely I'm blind.
1: At...
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Mac Brown has a great uh, record against Texas uh, A&M from his days. At yeah, Texas. I was just looking so at that. Yep. I think he he knows how to play them. So I think that's, and, and I, I do like the, uh, the idea of them kind of being disappointed, but not really motivated to, to win this game just because they're like, Oh, we're not in the championship. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I like that. And actually, a good showcase for Sam Howell too, right? He's got momentum lately. At the beginning of the season, he was hyped up and was like, "Oh, hype, has been hopeful," but
0: he's back up. Like Texas A&M is a much different team now than when Mack Brown was coaching at Texas, uh, just because they're in the SEC. Jimbo Fisher is there now; like they're completely different from uh True. when they're in the big 12 and like definitely little brother of texas almost it's been flipped now texas a&m is like the bigger uh entity than the university of texas is or at least the the more consistent college football program but um no i kind of like that one and i could see north carolina winning uh just so that again uh, that builds up their hype for next year so we can all you know believe in North Carolina. Oh Sam Howell's another year older and this is the year they'll pull it off and then they'll disappoint us again. Um I can fully believe in that. So but,
2: why is he is he not a senior?
0: I don't think so. He's a sophomore I'm pretty sure. A sophomore or junior he's oh. younger. So he'll be back again. Yeah because okay. he's, uh, he's I think he's a he's sophomore, sophomore right yeah.
2: Oh I was he um I saw draft boards with him like as a you know, on the boards in the NFL, for the NFL, I, I didn't think he was a sophomore. I thought he was a little older. I thought he was declaring.
0: Nope. I don't think so. Not yet. Cause he probably would be like a first round draft oh. pick if he was coming out this year, I would imagine. Interesting. Um, everyone loves him. He's got the talent. So Mitch Trubisky 2.0. Uh, but yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, watch for you. I'm not defending <laughs> Trubisky. <game>. I'm defending <laughs> Sam
0: Howell. Gilly loves him. Gilly, what's that hat? North Carolina.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No I was laying on the floor next to me. I was like, oh <laughs> well, we're what talking about
2: it, put it on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's what's Connor wearing for a hat?
2: Castleton.
0: What
1: the University. hell is that? Castleton is Univers- that? University
0: it's where Jana goes to school. Go Spartans. Go Sparty. does that, that mean? Vermont.
1: Oh shit. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that man. does it
0: for us this week, Verbally committed. Uh wanna thank you two for joining us. Steve a little later than John, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Best of luck to you guys in your college football playoff game. Steve and his Buckeyes take on Clemson. And then John, he's got another tough one against Alabama. That's been bad memories for him. But, guys, yeah. thanks for joining us today. Appreciate thanks it.
2: Me. Thanks for having us, guys. That will do it for
0: episode number 30 of Verbally Command, presented by Couch Guy Sports. I'm Connor Ryan. And I'm Mike Gilligan. See you, everybody.